I feel like it's important to mention that while I personally wouldn't acknowledge the existence of an ex of mine, if I saw them out and about, that doesn't mean that if, let's say, I don't know, an ex of Nathan's, um, if they came up to us and said hello when we were in a public place that I wouldn't be cordial. I mean, I know how, right. to, how to be social and to be kind to any anyone. Right. So, of course, I we would say hello, but you know, there's no going out of our way. So, oh, is that your is that your ex-wife over there? I think we should go over and say hello. I'm yeah. hell to the no. That's not going to happen. Have them join us for dinner. Yeah. Yes, there's no. plenty of room. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I don't I want to come across as like completely cold-hearted, but there's a reason why there should be no communication between me and my exes. Good reason. But that's not... If there you didn't, is no relationship. No. Once the relationship's over. Correct. No friendship, no relationship. Zero. But if someone passes by and says hello to you, I'm going to say hello. Yeah, just um, like a stranger. Hello. Be kind. Yeah, absolutely. Move on. Move on. Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Teller podcast, where we share the naked truth of it all as we see it. I'm Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. We hope you've brought an open mind and your sense of humor. Get ready to feel seen, challenged, and if you're searching for truth, our hope is that you find yours while listening to us share ours, or at the very least, be entertained. We are so happy you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome. This is Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. Today we are stripping down about exes, the do's and don'ts when it comes to exes. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into it, let's check in. Mom, how has your last week been? Well, it's been an interesting week. We're still trying to, or I'm still trying to navigate this new schedule of your dad's, my husband. Um, So basically, I don't see him at all until he has a day off. So kind of good, kind of bad. So just still learning how to navigate that. And then um, we had breakfast this morning with our Lily. Um, (laughs) Everybody claims her that knows her. Uh, Just such a great person. It's good to see her again. I love listening to her talk about how she's kind of navigated her life Mm -hmm. to get to where she's going and to figure out exactly where she wants to go and it's it's just it's rejuvenating it kind of it inspires me um and I just am so proud of her and so what a great way yeah. to kind of wrap up this week yeah so proud of her we've talked about Lily before in a previous episode we said everyone should be, be the, the Lily, Lily. Yeah. yes she has the most amazing work ethic mm-hmm. and um hard working um, calm, so respectful, respectful, like this calm, kind demeanor. Yeah. And she's just an amazing human. And so we were really grateful and excited that she wanted to carve out a little bit of time while she's back home visiting for us. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so yeah, truly appreciative of that. Yeah. And we had intended to record just a little snippet, at least with her 
for this episode, yeah. but we didn't do that. It was kind of noisy and busy where we were at. So noisy and busy. I didn't expect that. No, but we loved seeing you, Lily. So yeah. thank you for spending time with us. We love you and we wish you well. Yes, we do. And it was so nice to meet your boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, he really seems... nice guy. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> As always. Good job. <laughs> um, well, how about your else? week? Oh, oh me? Uh, yeah. The week was, uh, it was all right. Yeah. Nothing really spectacular this week. No. Mm-mm. No, but I, mm, no. But I do think you've kind of made some decisions. So it's good. I, it's always nice to kind of have some, a thought process and a direction. Yeah, I do have some direction. And yeah, I know what I need to do, which is a matter of doing it now. Yeah. So I'm not going to get too much into that. You're probably yeah. listening thinking, what the heck is she talking about? I'm not going to tell you. So yeah. no details yet. <laughs> no <laughs> details yet. Um, yeah. What else? I think that's all I care to share at this time. Should we just get into it? Yeah, let's start. Okay, here we go. Okay, before we give you our truth on exes and the do's and don'ts in regards to exes, I just wanted to go over a couple of things. We got some comments and had some thoughts after listening to our last episode on marriage and keeping it sparkly. So mm-hmm. <laughs> just real quick, uh, we we believe our truth is that everyone can benefit from premarital counseling. Absolutely. Right? So if you you know, and your significant other have chosen or chose not to do that. Great. We just believe that everyone can benefit from that. No matter your age, it, yeah, everyone can benefit. And we also believe that you benefit from continued counseling throughout the duration of your relationship and life. For sure. 100%. Yep. Um, also I personally believe that it is best to get married young. And, um, I, I didn't get married young because I ended up being in relationships with people who were uh, not good. And I also made some poor choices. So unfortunately I didn't get married until I was 35 years old. Uh, there are some pluses to getting married older. Absolutely. Sure. But of, I absolutely think it's best to marry young if you are able to, yeah. um, to grow up together. I, you know, I'm envious of mom and dad being able to grow up together and have so many shared first experiences and just you know, navigating life and figuring it all out together and also starting your family young and being able to have a family, you know, as you get older, uh, just the natural, um, progression, progression of, of things yeah, of life, health. uh, physically, yeah. medically, you may not be able to conceive as you get older. So, and family is important. So I, so for those reasons, um, I think getting married young is, yeah, it can be good. It can be bad. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. there, are, there are good reasons to get married. There are good things about getting married young mm-hmm. and certainly be jealous of me and the fact that <laughs> I got married so young and Tony and I grew up together. Yeah. yeah well, sure. I just feel like I've been hearing more and more in like the media, um, social media, you know, there's no need to get married young, like live your life, put your yeah. career first. Um, who needs a man, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I just don't agree with that. And like, no. I, I think it's great if you want to pursue your career. I think, you know, stuff happens like with me, for example, and it just didn't work out the way that I had hoped and, and planned on it working out. But I, I don't think that it makes sense to Hold intentionally. On. Yeah 
hold off either. I don't know if that makes sense. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, but. I think it does. I I do think that um, something Anthony told me a long time ago. Um, he said, "You know, you have to know that you raised kids who will make the right decisions." And Chelsea and I will not get married. We will not walk down the aisle and say "I do" if we don't know it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know we as parents too also has to have to trust our children um, who we've kind of raised mm-hmm. um to make to make good decisions and he was right like mm-hmm. neither one of you did that made that huge commitment until you knew you were with the right person yeah so true yeah thank goodness yeah so don't jump into it just because you're young and you think you're in love um right. but but don't be afraid i mean age shouldn't necessarily have much to do with it yeah yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, you're 18 and you fell in love. So hurry up and get married now. No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you just don't have to wait until you've graduated college and you've found a career and you're successful. Yeah. And you've made a certain amount of money. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Also, when it comes to your actual wedding ceremony and reception, I think it makes sense to consider everybody's opinions. Well, people that you care about, you know, your close friends, your relatives, your loved ones, like what do they want? What do they hope for? Take their feelings into account. I think it's good to be open-minded and hear everybody out. But in the end, it's up to you and your spouse, your soon to be spouse, how you two want to start your married life together. Yeah. So take into account their, you know, obviously the person that you're getting married to, what do their parents think? What do, you know, what, what do they bring to the table? What are their hopes, their dreams, their wishes? But in the end, you two need to come together and make a decision together so that everyone on both sides sees mm-hmm. that in this new relationship, you two are the ones who make the decisions. And and that really will set the marriage on the right trajectory. Yep. Agreed. Well said. Okay. Anything else you have to say? I think that's it. That? Okay. So, Mom, how many exes do you have? I have a total of zero exes because I am perfect in relationships. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, okay. I mean, I dated, I had a boyfriend when I was 15. Um, That's before you started dating dad? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like really he's been the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no exes for me. Chelsea. I know for a fact you've had a couple. Yeah. Have you added them up? I have added them up. (laughs) One of my nieces, I was out on a birthday date with her and she said, I heard you've had 10 million boyfriends. And I said, I have not had that many. And so I told her how many I'd had. She goes, that's still a lot. (laughs) I swear to God, I didn't say 10 million. (laughs) I don't know who's handing out that misinformation to my precious niece, but... No, I have four exes. I had dated four different people, long-term serious relationships, all of which I saw a future with and didn't work out. And so, yeah, four Four people before I met my now husband. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long road, sort of. Mm Mm-hmm. It was. And... And you um, have introduced Nathan to all of your exes and you guys go out to dinner once a week or... Yeah, we've all remained really Really close. They stood with me at um, our wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Yeah. No, I do not. Is that a good idea? No, absolutely not. (laughs) 
I do not maintain a relationship with any of my exes. No. Absolutely. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That would be, it'd even be pretty painful for me. Yeah. Yeah. So none of those relationships ended well. No. No. So grateful they ended. But yes, it was good that they ended. They <laughs> they all <laughs> lasted too long. But um, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but some people do end relationships and end them in, you know, fairly well, not in a negative way, not in a, um, what can I say? I mean, they still want to maintain a friendship. Well, can you maintain a friendship with an ex? Do you think? I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's, I think it's a really bad idea. And I wonder if when you want to maintain a relationship or want to maintain a friendship with someone you had a relationship with, were you really ready to break up? I mean, what's the deal? Mm -hmm. But I do think it's, I think it's a bad idea for moving forward. Mm -hmm. I think I, I get really disappointed in people who break up with somebody, somebody who was very close to them, they were intimate with, and then they don't want to, what we call do the work to be single for a while, mm -hmm. to truly end that relationship before they even consider starting another one. Yeah. And so sometimes I think that just mounts problems upon problems upon problems. Yeah. I personally believe that no matter how things ended, that it is necessary and really healthy to take at least six months to a year apart from each other. I guess it depends how long you were together too. So maybe that needs to be a longer amount of time, depending on how long you guys were together and how much you invested in the relationship, how serious you were. Sure. But you know, you need that time, that distance to really grieve the end of that relationship. Take that time for yourself. And so that you're really ready to and able to healthily like move forward in your life. And maybe you will, I mean, Maybe after that time apart, you guys decide that you can somehow still maintain some sort of relationship. And I don't see that ever being <laughs> an option no. unless you get back together. But right. hopefully taking that time apart, you're able to move forward in your life and start a new relationship with someone else and start in like a healthier, healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. You'll actually have moved on from your past relationship. And it's... I think it's interesting too. I know that at least one of the relationships that you were in involved a pet that you were very close to. Mm -hmm. We were all very close to. He had, he had the pet. Right. Yeah. And so when you get pets involved and you get children involved, mm -hmm. then when the breakup happens, like how do you not maintain a relationship with them then? Because obviously you have a relationship with the pet. How's the pet going to move forward if you're not coming over to visit it. That's or... just a risk that you take. If you decide to get involved with someone who has children or animals, you take, that's a risk because when the relationship ends, your relationship with those children and with those animals should end also. If you care about yourself and the pets and the, and children. the children. Right. Yeah. And I agree completely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And so I wish really, really wish people, I think people jump into relationships too soon mm -hmm. and introduce the children um, maybe not so much the pets, but introduce the children. Like, obviously, if you're in a relationship, or you're starting to date someone and you're starting to really kind of, you know, have some serious feelings, you know, you go over to each other's house, you're going to see the pets. Mm -hmm. 
So that's going to happen. And, and separating yourself from the pets, although it's hard, is not quite as devastating as it is from children. I don't believe that the children need to be involved for quite a long time. Right. Absolutely. Keep them separate for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can introduce them to them, see them, mm -hmm. say, this is Chelsea, you, you know, um, you know, daddy and I are going to, Chelsea and I are going to go out on a date with, you know, to somewhere, but you don't have to have a relationship with them. Don't include them. Don't have, you know. Yeah. You don't want to start building those like attachments and yeah. Um, emotions get involved pretty easily and quickly. So it's not fair to do that to kids. No. And it's harder for you when you walk away from that relationship. Mm -hmm. But the most important part is the kids. Absolutely. And what that does to them. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I really think that's the only time when you would maintain a relationship with an ex is if you two have a shared child, not right. an animal, but a shared child then you have to. together. And then right. you're for, you absolutely have to, obviously you're forced to maintain communication for that reason, as well as like socializing, um, at least minimally when you're at the same function, sports, games, mm -hmm. conferences for school, graduation, whatever it is. Um, and hopefully you're getting some therapy or counseling mm -hmm. to help you maintain that and do that in the best possible yeah, way. Be able to co-parent as well as you can. I do think it's interesting that some uh, family members that I know, I mean, gosh, even my sister dated people and she'd be in the relationship with them for a very long time. And they were at our Christmases. They were at birthday parties. Um, they were at our family get togethers and then she'd break up with them. And seriously, I, we loved them. They were so much fun and they yeah, were such a part were. of our family and they were mm -hmm. part of, they were part of the tradition. And so then when she broke up with them, it was kind of like, well, aren't they still going to come? I mean, they're <laughs> not going to come. I mean, I know you're not with them anymore, but you're not dating anybody else. So why wouldn't they come? But right, that's right. not that. No, that would not have been good. No, it's not how it should be. Once the breakup is done, the breakup is done. They're not a part of the family and they shouldn't continue to be part of the family. Well, and that would just make it harder on my aunt if they were continuing to show up and we maintain a relationship with For her sure. ex. Yeah. Doesn't How is make that sense. fair or respectful of our family And even member? if she kind of likes it, even if it was kind of fun for a while because she's not got anybody else and why not? No, you broke up with that person. There's a reason that you had a relationship and then there's a reason that you broke up. Mm -hmm. So when there's a break, I think it needs to be a clean break. A break. Mm -hmm. Because eventually you are going to start dating somebody else. And then what does that do to the person that you've continued at every family tradition? Mm -hmm. Then obviously that's part of their tradition. They want to continue to come. And now you're dating somebody else. and just makes everybody feel uncomfortable. And it just really is not healthy for anybody. Mm -mm. No. I think that's a red flag too. I mean, just another reason why we absolutely should always... In my opinion, in our opinion, I guess, we're both mm -hmm. on the same page, should cut ties completely with an ex. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. if you don't want to be alone, you know, if you still want to spend all of your time with them, um, if, you, if you are worried about them moving on, if, you, if it bothers you to picture them with someone else, and so that's why you're keeping them around... That is, that is not okay. <laughs> Selfish and yeah, definitely not healthy. Yeah. If, no. if anything about it just doesn't feel right and you just can't put your finger on it exactly, 
you know, but like, like you're still spending time with them. You're still talking to them and it's what you're used to, but it's something about it just doesn't feel right. You're not exactly mm-hmm. sure what it is, but it's just this gut feeling like, Oh, I don't know if we should keep doing this, that you should stop doing it for sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and as family members, your attachment should end when your family members attachment ends, when they tell you it ends, don't yeah. continue to send birthday cards. Uh, don't continue to include them in the family. Don't send them gifts at Christmas. No, respect the boundaries yes. that have been placed. And I mean, this has happened. I've experienced this. I've had a cousin and an aunt who have, well, I have a cousin specifically who definitely continued to, you know, talk to like she saw an ex of mine out once and they embraced and spent the whole evening together and I don't know what all took place but the fact that they were talking at all was hugely disrespectful and honestly unsafe for me you know it it told my ex that her family is okay talking to me actually we're having an entire evening together and having a really good time so if I can talk to her close cousin, why can't I reach out to her? I think, I think I will reach out to her. I think I'll let her know and I'll let her know that I spent time with her cousin and that was okay. They, they still like me. Right. You know, so bad as that was actually a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing for me and so disrespectful. I was so upset. I could not believe that the boundaries and the safety precautions I had put in place were violated by someone who knew everything that I had been through, but yeah. they believed in being nice to everybody. Um, you know, and yeah. we really liked them at, at one time and you know, they, we believe in keeping your enemies closer and what other nonsense did the guy get thrown at me? Um, they were having fun. They were having a good time. They're and just he, having some drinks. He looked really good. He's doing really well from himself. So good. He bought yeah. me and our friends drinks. How was I going to say no to that? He was just so nice. It was really nice to see him and give him a hug. And <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So bad. Nope. Not okay. Not okay. Yeah. When you break up, you broke up. You end the relationship. It's over and it's over for everyone. Or at least it should be. Yep. What do you think when people say things like, um, you know, I don't need someone in my life that is jealous about my relationship with my friend. Yeah. I used to sleep with my friend. Yeah. We used to have sex (laughs) for years and I was in love with them for, you know, a while, but we're really close now. And so if you don't like it as my new partner, then, you know, you can go ahead and kick rocks. You definitely have the problem for sure. No, I, it's, it's bad. I, <laughs> that's a huge red flag, such a huge red flag. And it's sort of like, you can sort of in your head, make sense of it saying, okay, you guys still have a good relationship because you were very close, but you're not close anymore, but you are close, but you want to somehow rationalize it, that it makes sense. And you just have a jealousy issue. Yeah. But let me tell you that you have an insecurity issue. Yeah. Insecurity. That's what they sure. say to you. Very you're insecure. insecure. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say like, and maybe, I mean, if you had an intimate relationship with somebody, maybe even were married to them, mm-hmm. but for sure had an intimate relationship with someone for any length of time, now you're good friends with them. You're dating somebody else. If you choose to have an intimate night, is that cheating? What do you mean? Like you're currently dating somebody else. You happen to see your old intimate person and you end up having an, a night with them. 
Is that cheating? I mean, you had an intimate relationship with him for three or four years. Yeah, it's still cheating. It's horrible cheating. And the fact, to me, the fact that you had an intimate relationship with before would make it very easy for you to maybe do it again on an evening that maybe you're feeling a little weak, a little vulnerable, or a little um, inebriated. Mm -hmm. It's better that that could never, ever possibly be a possibility. It's a risk. Huge risk. To, yeah. To your current relationship and Mm -hmm. to hopefully the work you've done on yourself to get strong and to learn from past relationships and move forward Mm -hmm. into new ones. Strong ones that are trusting and um, healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that is totally understandable and normal and sane for a new partner to be concerned about your spending time and energy with an ex of yours, instead of putting all of your energy, 100% of yourself into your new partner and new relationship. Amen. They deserve that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, What if you see an ex in public? Would you go out of your way to say hello? Or what if your ex says hello to you in passing out in public? Um, Also, like, what if they text you or they send you a message on social social media or they start liking your photos and posts on social media. Um, you know, what that your ex is contacting you, whether in person or by phone or internet. Yeah. Um, Does it make you happy? Does it make you feel a little tingle inside? Me? No. If, no. When that has happened, it makes me very uncomfortable. It makes me sick to my stomach mm-hmm. and it scares me that they think that they can reach out to me. Right. And I it feel, should. Yeah. And especially when I'm, you know, I have moved on or I'm trying to move on. Uh, maybe I'm already, I'm in an, a new relationship and here they come trying to creep their way back in. So I have every ex of mine is blocked from being able to contact me yeah. um, via phone or on social media. To the best of my ability, as much as I know their contact information anymore these days, they're all blocked because they all have tried uh, to find me, get in touch with me, and some have been pretty aggressive about it. So, um, no, it doesn't make me feel good. It's concerning. It feels disrespectful. I feel like it's a violation of my putting the end. Like, our relationship ended for a reason. It's done. Right. Doesn't mean I don't wish you well. I, I have prayed for all of the men in my past that they are doing well, that they are living their best life and are being good to the people that are in their lives and are not, (laughs) you know, repeating the same mistakes. I, I wish everyone well, and I hope that they're healthy and happy and you are not in my life anymore. Never again. Right. You know, you can forgive people and wish them well Mm -hmm. and cut ties completely. It's for their own good and so that they can move on and forward and hopefully make better better choices and it's for my own good as well. Right. So that's the way it should be. Yeah. It, it is concerning to me that some people, I mean, people that I'm close with, you know, allow their exes to be a part of their circle at all. I just think it all comes down to allowing that risk to be in your life. It's a risk for you and your well being, and it's a risk for your partner. I would never want my husband to, for one second, question right. what's going on to question 
what maybe I felt, even if it was just for half a second because right. an ex contacted me. Mm-hmm. I would never, and I know that Nathan trusts me, but I just, I won't risk anything coming into our relationship. Like, you know, right. when it comes to an ex, I, no. I won't. It's not worth it to me. So not worth it. And I have so much respect for my marriage and I have so much loyalty to my husband. I'm not allowing that to happen. Now, um, yeah, Nathan, Nathan will never experience it. Now I've heard, I've heard, uh, <laughs> people, quote unquote, people say that they wouldn't care if I were friends with an ex. It wouldn't bother them if I spent time with an ex. Um, if I went out of my way to say hello to an ex, just wouldn't bother them because they're so secure in our relationship. And so, you know, trust me fully. And I call bullshit on that every single time <laughs> yeah, because, no you know, these people have never experienced it and never will because of my respect and loyalty to them. Right. So, um, so yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. No, total. Correct. Completely. 100%. You agree? agree. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Um, what if your significant other tells you they are uncomfortable with a relationship that you have with an ex, or maybe they have noticed that your ex is now a friend of yours on social media and they just let you know, like, this makes me uneasy or, Hey, can we talk about this? Like, should I be concerned about this? Or, um, yeah, they just, they're trying to have an honest conversation with you about their concerns. What do you think? Well, I mean, even at my age, if I saw Tony all of a sudden having a friendship, social media friendship, or told me about someone who um, he saw outside of work and took him out for a coffee or had lunch with him or just mm-hmm. spent some time talking with him. Number one, I'd be glad if he actually told me about it. If I saw it on social media and I didn't know it, um, he would be making that change right away. Um, even at my age, I'm not stupid. So don't allow those little opportunities or possible weaknesses or just don't. Don't allow the potential for there to be temptation. We are human and temptation is real. And we all have the ability to make some really horrific (laughs) mistakes. If we continue to dip our toe in to that, um, potential temptation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even at my age, even at 62, it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, I think I read this. Um, I agree. It says the single most important question to ask yourself is if my ex met someone new and they fell madly in love, would I be genuinely happy for them both? Can you see yourself going to dinner with them to celebrate them and their new partner? Even if you're still single, If you, if you answer no to any part of that, even for a half a second, you should not be spending time together in any way, shape or form. And that is after you of course have spent six to 12 months alone (laughs) after you have parted, you know, uh, that was pretty good, man. You'd have to be really boy, some solid unfeeling person. And even if you answer yes to that, can you answer yes to that for like, you know, if you say like, no, I have no feelings for them. Like it's over. Like I just want to maintain a friendship. Um, how do you know for sure what's in your ex's head and heart? Right. You don't know, Mm -hmm. not with a hundred percent certainty. No, again, it's a risk. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. And 
I guess, what does friendship look like too for you with this person? You know, is it getting together one-on-one for lunches? Is it just like the random once a year when you see each other at, I don't know, some holiday function or I don't know. Yeah. Like what is school <laughs> or uh, graduation? What do you call that? What? A reunion. Oh. A high school reunion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See him then? Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I worked, used to work with a surgeon and he always had um, great quotes and great quips. And he said, he made it clear one day that absolutely no man and no woman can be friends. They cannot maintain a friendship. It's not possible that they're just friends. Now, someone who actually was a very close friend to the family, she was right there and she said, are you kidding me? So you're telling me you and I are not friends? Because we are not friends. You come to my house. You and I are friendly. Um, you are friends with my wife, but you and I are not friends. He says, I'm telling you, no matter what, the man or the woman, somebody has an underlying, I can speak for all men, they have an underlying thought process that at some point in time, maybe they could spend some time with you inappropriately. So friendships, men and women should never, ever be friends and can't be friends. I don't know if I completely agree with that, but I do know what he's saying. Yeah. You know, I have had many close friendships with men and all but one of those relationships, like the really long-term close relationships, um, where we've like grown up together mm-hmm. are ended. like, and you know, a couple of those, it, what it still like breaks my heart, but I think it was the right thing to do to finally just cut ties because, you know, one did have feelings and the other didn't. And we kept trying to make it work over the years and it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, another friend who, you know, I, I can only assume why we're no longer in each other's lives. And I think it was probably because either he or his now wife set some really strong boundaries and, you know, I, I miss them and I wish them well and I a hundred percent respect it and would never ever cross that line, cross that boundary, you know? And smart. Yeah. I would have, I wish there would have been like a conversation so I could completely understand it, but you know, cause left, I'm left to wonder a little bit as to why there's no contact, (laughs) but I think, I think I know. Um, I think my gut is correct on that. For sure. But I do have a relationship with a man who we've known each other since we were kids and we never dated. Um, I did force him to be my dance partner in high school. Uh, <laughs> I think for a couple of years, maybe. Yep. I'm not sure. But and such he, a good sport. Yes, he yes, he was. <laughs> but he and his wife asked me to stand in their wedding with them and I did, and I stood um as a bridesmaid with her and So I think that is the exception to the rule. However, we were always really, I mean, we would never disrespect our spouses, our partners either, you know, like we always tried to make sure that everybody was like comfortable with everything. And like when we would get together and stuff. So, and you two never had an intimate relationship, No, just a friendship, truly just a friendship since we were kids. Kids. So I think that's really rare. It is rare. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's pretty special. And I think you both are take very good care of it. Like you both realize how special it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, um, something I cherish and I'm really grateful for. Yeah. It's, it's a rare thing. Yeah. For sure. Very special. Okay. What other questions do we have on here, mom? I, I think it's really hard. I mean, and we've mentioned it, we've brought it in. I think it's really hard. 
I think it's really hard for family who love the person that you were in a relationship yeah, with. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it truly is hard for them to have that break apart. Yeah. Um, especially when they saw your future. Uh, they think you're making a bad decision. Mm. They feel like you should get back together. It's just, and it, I mean, I get it. There were, I get it. We've had people in our family that I've missed. Um, not necessarily that you and Anthony dated, but um, that some of my nieces and nephews dated. Mm-hmm. But, and you, and kind of the holiday comes and goes and you just like, it's not the same without them. Yeah. But yeah. things change and that's, I mean, that's part of life mm-hmm. and you just need to be very supportive of your family member and you need to understand that this is the, this is the new normal Yeah, and help them through it. But don't ask where they are. Don't expect them to be there. Absolutely don't allow them to come. Please don't invite them. Do everything in your power to support the break yeah. for whatever reason, whether you know what the reason is or not. Yep. Support the break. It's over. Don't keep asking about them. Have you seen so and so? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing for Christmas this year? How are they doing? Oh, I wish he could have come. No, don't do that. Do you don't know how talk much about that it. hurts. So I, yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So wrong. I think too that sometimes we think that. Uh, this person was so good for you. Perfect like, for you. Yeah. yeah. But like, you don't know what happened behind closed doors. No. You probably don't know every detail of no. that relationship, you know, and maybe you don't so much love the new person that they've, they're bringing around, but pay attention. How is your loved one? Are they happier? Do yeah. they seem healthier? Right. Like it's not about you. No. <laughs> Even if you see how perfect the other one was like, it just made sense. There was something that didn't click. Yep just something. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, all I can say is support your family. Remember who your family member is, support them yep. in the best way that you know how, which is to not talk about the breakup. That should be the priority. If they come to you and want to have a discussion, oh my gosh, let them in and talk to them and yeah. listen. But other than that, don't, don't do that. It's mm-hmm. over. Yeah. We'll suffer through. We'll grieve through too. Yep. <laughs> Everyone does have to, you know, the whole family kind of has to grieve yeah. and that takes time for sure. But yeah. Um, anything else that you have to say on this mom? Cause that's really all the comments and like the questions and like little topics I had written down. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I kind of missed out on a whole, um, mm. section of life cause I never <laughs> broke up. I never have, yeah. a, I don't have an ex. Yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe in my next life I'll do lots of breaking up and I'll know exactly what to do because of <laughs> what I've done, what I've been through now. But I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's obvious. And I think, I think kind of we've hit upon everything. Yeah. I think to sum it up. And I said this earlier is that we don't think it's worth the risk to maintain a relationship with an ex. No, I think in 99.9% of um, relationships, it's not a smart idea um, it is, it's just a risk to yourself, to your new partner, to your new relationship and to your well-being. It's a risk. You know, I, I witnessed so many people in my life make this mistake and sometimes mm-hmm. repeatedly. And, you know, they'll say things to me like they just believe in forgiveness and being kind to everybody. And there are so many positive qualities about them. And, you know, what's so bad about keeping them in my life? And I, the next person that comes along is just going to have to accept that. <laughs> but is it, is it kind 
to risk your well-being and that of your significant others? Is it healthy? Because you can be kind, you can forgive, and also have boundaries. You can be kind and respect yourself and your significant other. You can forgive someone and wish them so much goodness and never allow that person in your life again. Right. And that's my truth on that. Yeah. I have a few quotes for you today, and these are all anonymous. Mom, do you want to go ahead and share yours? Yes. When a relationship is over, leave. Don't continue watering a dead flower. That's a really good one. I like that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have a couple. Your ex is asking you to be friends after breakup, which is like kidnappers asking you to keep in touch after letting you go. (laughs) I so love that one. pretty good. Okay. You can't be friends with those who broke your heart, took advantage of your love, your kindness, and your forgiveness. They don't deserve access to your life. There is no friendship there. Correct. Like, yeah. duh, right? Yeah. Like, we broke up. We couldn't make it work. Let's let's keep a relationship, though. Yeah. Of some kind. Staying okay. high once in a while is good. Yeah. This one always bothers me, too. So an ex reaches out to your boyfriend or girlfriend, and they're not open with you about it. You find out, right? And... They act like it's really not that big of a deal, like they were just reaching out to say hello, but you end up finding out that there was more to it than that. Like, it's disrespectful to your partner. So, okay, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. Let's say you receive a text message from an ex and you know it's inappropriate it's going against your wishes. You know what their intentions are, or you're not sure what their intentions are, which is a red flag. That's enough to know that it's not okay. We need to interpret that. In my opinion, they are disrespecting not only you and your current relationship, they're disrespecting your current partner as well. Like they don't, they don't give a damn about you or your current partner or your relationship. Mm -hmm. So I've just, I've been in situations before where my partner didn't want to set the boundary. They didn't want to tell this person, this ex, Hey, please don't contact me anymore because they were worried about hurting that person's feelings more than how it was affecting me. They were not concerned about making sure I had zero worry in my head or heart. They were more concerned about looking uncool or not nice, um, to this ex of theirs. And that's a huge red flag too, people. And maybe even a little ego. Yeah, it's a huge, yeah, it was a huge ego boost, boost, I think, for these, these people. And, um, they didn't want, they wanted to every once in a while, you know, have that boost. They didn't want to let that go. No. Made them feel good. Good, good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Also a red flag though. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. It's not good. (laughs) If you're listening to this right now and you're like, I do not agree with them. First of all, it's, that's always okay. It's just us sharing our truths, right? And it's okay to be wrong. And yeah, we're not right, obviously, by everything. <laughs> Most things. <laughs> uh, so if you are someone who's listening, you're like, I am friends with an ex or all of my exes and we get together on a regular basis or whatever. You yeah. still maintain a relationship with an ex and you don't agree. I would challenge you by asking why are you still maintaining that relationship? Yeah. 
what is there some for you what does it do for you what um why 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 not cut it off i mean truly just why why hold on to it why not cut it off is it benefiting you in some way is it benefiting them in some way um is it insecurity you don't necessarily are brave enough to move on or you feel like you need something from that mm-hmm. relationship how does it does it keep you both from truly moving on i i just wish when people would break up with somebody who they've been in a relationship for a while i'm not talking about a 15 year old dating but you know as an adult and you're in an re- intimate relationship and you break up i wish you would really do the work before you move on to the next person truly because break it's up it's truly a break break up yeah and it is a grieving process. It's obviously a grieving process even for your whole family, mm-hmm. for your siblings, for aunts and uncles, whatever. But once you break up and you've made that announcement, I hope you do the work to figure out what happened to go through the grieving process and to not repeat it again. Don't bring it into the next relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think if you hold on to them as friends, as to a friends with benefits or whatever reason that you feel like you need to continue this relationship. I hope you really examine why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I just thought of this too. Like I have had exes that have reached out to me that I know were in new relationships themselves. Yeah. And I've always thought about that other woman and like, wow, I really, there's no way that they know that this is happening. They don't know that they're new or they're, some of them weren't new. <laughs> by any means, um, have been together for a long time. There's no way they'd be okay knowing that their, their significant other is reaching out to me. The but don't ex. you think they're probably telling the new person that you guys are friends? I'm sure they're, they're, they're lying. Friends. I'm sure they are coming up with all kinds of yeah. stories or well, lies. What's wrong with you for not being okay with her being my friend? We're friends. Oh yeah. No doubt. They would be yeah. manipulating the situation and gaslighting them and it's their mm-hmm. problem, their insecurity. Um, so yeah, but So think about that. Like when, because I know people in my life who have been reached out to by an ex and that man or woman are married. Yeah. um, Are in long-term relationships. And it's not just a friendly hello. And even if it presents as that, you know better. You know it's not, it's inappropriate. Um, Flirty. Yeah. Would you, would they be doing that if their significant other was sitting right next to them, watching them write the text? Hugely doubtful. The Facebook message, the Facebook like, would you do that if your significant other was right with you, if your spouse was with you? And if the answer is no, you have no business doing it. And why are you letting them text you or Facebook you or social media you at all? Block them. Mm-hmm. Have enough, again, it comes back to having enough respect for yourself yes. and your own relationship as well as, I mean, honestly, I've always worried about the other woman. Right. Yeah. You, it's yeah. not fair to her. And I, I'll tell you, a lot of times I've let her know. I've reached out to her and been like, here's all the messages. Here's yeah. the voicemails. Here's what's going on. Do with yeah. it what you want. But you deserve to know the truth about who you're with. And I honestly, I think that's pretty brave of you to do that. Yeah, I've been called a whole lot of horrible names, and brave was never something I I've know, been told. I know, but it but is truly brave. And it's I would brave. want to know. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us women yeah, have no, we don't, or men, we don't have any idea. And we are so trusting, blindly. Yeah. And sometimes we don't really want to know. So um, I believe in having all the information, the facts, the proof, the evidence, 
all of it so that you can make the best decisions for yourself. And that's why if you set up that boundary from the jump, it doesn't happen. It's nope. a past relationship. No risk. Delete it. Block it. It's done. You don't have to worry about it later. No. Remove all risk. It ended for a reason. Right. Goodbye. Good riddance. Wish you well. I think that's our truth on that. That's our truth. All right. (laughs) That brings us to the end of this episode. I got kind of worked up during that one. Well, I know. And I, I mean, I'm worried that people might not agree with us. I think people don't agree with us a lot though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to be right all the time. (laughs) Just read. It's tough to have friends. It is. Just remember, it's our truth. And we like hearing yours, even if it's 100% different from ours. We really do. Yeah. I mean, it gives us an opportunity to change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) We really are pretty open-minded. Yeah. And we like having feedback and just talking to people about anything and everything. you actually could change our mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not on this one, though, just so you know. No, not this one. (laughs) You can try. <laughs> okay, so you can follow us on uh, Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. We are Naked Truth Tellers. You can follow us on Instagram also at Naked Truth Tellers. But yeah, please uh, follow us, share with your family and friends about our podcast so they can give a listen. And we appreciate you listening and your support. Next time, we are going to be talking about. It's a mystery. We don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) To be determined. (laughs) Until then, stay true to you. Bye. Bye.